everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sweat and Grime. You got the notorious Matt motherfucking Tottenham. What's going on, everybody? You got the dick on the mic tonight. We're one man. Flying solo because I think I think he contracted the virus. Which virus? Who knows? Let's just call it the Rona. The clap? The clap. Yeah, definitely the clap. He probably has a clap. Now on the phone, we got... We got Justin White on the phone tonight, everybody. How you doing tonight? Pretty good. How y'all? Good, man. Glad to have you on. What are you What are you doing on this fine Thursday night? I just got in the door. Long day trying to... We've had a lot. We had four inches of rain this past weekend, so that shut us down for most of the week. Yeah, you guys sent that shit up our way. <laughs> Not too shortly after that. <laughs> Yeah, except it's a whole lot colder up there, I'm sure. Yeah, well, you <laughs> it's know, been, it's been pretty warm. Like, I could have walked around in a hoodie today. Yeah, it, it was know, in the 40s. Today it was oh, warm. But, dude, okay. we were supposed to get like 10 inches of snow on Monday from the storm that came up through you guys. And they're, dude, they blasted it. Like, dude, everyone out. went to the stores to fucking buy their mm. toilet paper and their fucking beer and Oh, yeah. Grocery shopping. It rained, dude. I think we got three and a half inches of rain or some dude, shit. You would think you would think everybody that was from fucking Michigan, a snowstorm, everybody would be like, ah, it's just a snowstorm. The world don't stop. But yeah. now they've turned into a bunch of fucking pansies where like it's a snowstorm. And it might snow an inch. And by God, the fucking schools stores are busy. The right. schools are shut down, man. I'd pray for a snow day and that fucking bus would come around the corner in like two foot of snow. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. My parents didn't care if you fucking forgot your coat. You stood out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> now all these parents oh. drive their fucking kids to school in the cars and pick them up so they ain't standing in the cold. Like, a bunch dude, of pussies. Yeah, we're raising a bunch of pussies. But, yo, Justin, you're, you're from down <laughs> south, so you don't know anything about that. No, not at all. If somebody even gets an S out, then the whole world shuts down down here. You can lay down on the grocery store shelves. Where's your accent from, dude? Are you like Alabama, Missouri? Alabama, yeah. And I'm I just got over the flu too, so I'm still a little bleh, so. Did you did you see Michigan beat up Alabama? Oh, of course. Yeah. And then and then we find out there's a whole black cloud over the state of Alabama as of yesterday <laughs> with the great Nick Saban retired. I know, dude. That was nuts. I just saw that on the news feed last night. I was like, so no fucking being, way. Being a big Alabama fan, can you just say go blue? Uh, I'm actually a Tennessee fan. All right. All right. Well, I, I, I was, I, you know, but I learned, I lived in, a, I was born in Tennessee. I grew up in North Alabama. Uh, I was there for almost 20 years, but I learned to keep <laughs> that very, very quiet because. Alabama people don't uh, I can't explain in a very good way on how to uh, the rivalry of football and and how the closest I can I've ever come up with is you go to Google and you Google Tennessee tattoos or any state Mm -hmm. Georgia tattoos what pops up and then you go and you put in Alabama tattoos <laughs> and you can, you can see it's just elephants, roll tides, A's. And on the other side, you know, you might have a cute little, you know, shape of outline of Tennessee and yeah, here maybe, there. yeah, maybe a, a UT, but it, 
Auburn and Alabama rule. I've seen. I've literally seen seen fights in 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 grocery stores and and that's, over the football team. <laughs> it's unreal. I, I worked in a grocery store for about ten years, and uh, it, it's just it's crazy. There's nothing like hometown pride. Yeah, and I, I've always liked Michigan. You know, Michigan, uh, their football team. I've always been. You know, y'all got an awesome stadium up there, dude. It's badass. It is pretty sweet, dude. Being there in full tennis was one hundred ten thousand people now. Yeah, it's something yeah. fucking nuts, dude. You look around, you're like, what? If something went wrong, like a ramp, like a freaking mm-hmm. a riot or something, like we'd just get all trampled to death. Like no one would survive. That'd be oh, all right. It's years nuts. ago, my one of my good buddies, his girlfriend went to Alabama, and she got me tickets for my birthday my birthday is always is october so that's the tennessee alabama game mm-hmm. and uh, she got me tickets and of course they were in the student section so <laughs> you, you obviously was, wore uh roll tide right <laughs> oh i just wore you know the the you know a white shirt you know <laughs> right because <So, laughs> it was just a sea of red around me and, mm-hmm. and that was the that was 2003 and we went into five overtimes and Tennessee beat them. Damn. You know, and you're like, I can't cheer. <laughs> I can't oh, be excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting over here, sitting down, my arms crossed. Like, uh. <laughs> we saw we saw like four fights on the way out. Love it, dude. It's mm-hmm. there's not like that's kind of like uh the Ohio State. Oh, you yeah. know, Alabama is kind of like the same demeanor, you know, just a bunch of yeah. fucking raging assholes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we I was in Nashville one time when was it Cleveland uh, was it the Browns? They were playing the Titans in downtown Nashville, and those Ohio State fans are crazy. They're they're just a bunch of fucking idiots and they're assholes. Yeah, they have oh, no. Yeah, they were singing in the middle of Hooters, just pop their lungs. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. But so, what do you do for work? Yeah, my anyways, man? nothing about football and sports and shit. But uh, yeah, a, we don't know what you do for a living. I'm a foreman, dirt foreman for a, I guess you'd say a medium size, uh, heavy civil construction company. All right. Uh, so like five people, ten people. Uh, What's medium 120. size? Hundred twenty. All right. All operators or that, that would be considered large. Yeah, that's that's pretty big. Oh. Oh, I thought five hundred was large. Well, that's that's really big too. Yeah. Hundred, yeah, hundred people's but, a good chunk, man. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a good. You know, we've got. Uh, I want to say we have dirt uh, crews and I think six utility crews, five or six utility crews, uh, full time erosion control unit <clears throat> division. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> we've got our own engineer. We just got her a few years ago. Uh, we've done because the owners they they we built a, a couple of our own subdivisions that that they've done together. Okay, nice. So you guys you guys are just you guys do a lot of city work or you know state work or is it just kind of development? No, just developments. They. Uh, <clears throat> We've done very, very, very little municipality stuff. All right. Um, we're fixing to do a, a small interstate job here in the next few months. Just uh, I think we're doing a, an on-ramp or an off-ramp. But for the majority, it's uh, 
you know, the odd in warehouses. I think the biggest warehouse we've done so far is probably, I want to say it was 300,000 square foot. That's a chunk. I did it. Oh, it was massive. It's about, it's about as big as fucking Rick's pole barn. Yeah. Cool. Maybe. That's a lot of tractors. <laughs> It is, man. <laughs> She's still up in that dreaming stage. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, shitters, is that where is that where you store all your shitters? That's where all yeah. the shitters go. <laughs> yeah, got a lot of room in there. There's cat pussy dens and all that stuff. Yeah, oh, that's that shit's flying <laughs> off the shelf from Amazon, baby. I can't build them fast enough. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, how long have you been a foreman here at the Dirt Company, my man? Well, that's uh, it'll be five years in march which is i've only been in the industry for five years i uh my family has my dad's a heavy equipment mechanic for the company i work for okay and um my grandpa was a heavy equipment mechanic so i've been around the industry my entire life since i was you know knee high to a grasshopper knee high to a grasshopper i like uh, that i like that i'm gonna peg your like what 32 I'm 38. 38. 38. Right. Oh. Mm-hmm. So what did you do for the last 12 years prior to the five years of being in the industry? Orange star. So I was in- <laughs> No, no. That'd be a lot cooler uh, if you were. Yeah. Yeah. Th- I yeah, would have rolled with it, dude. I teed you up. Yeah, I know. I was like, damn it. Uh, <laughs> what, was, cool- what was your stage name? <laughs> That's what I was about to say. I couldn't come up with a cool enough name, you know. <laughs> what is it? You got to what is it? The street you grew up on and your mother's maiden name i think yeah i don't dude i would not want my mom's maiden name or anything to do with me if i had a porn name i would be lily edgewater (laughs) (laughs) i would be uh let's see haney bakertown haney bakertown (laughs) (laughs) sounds sounds like a a insurance salesman i was gonna say that or a cooking show (laughs) (laughs) so what did you do before you got into dirt work man I was in retail uh, in high school. I started out at a little local mom and pop grocery store. Uh, I worked there for about eight or nine years, all the way from bagger to store manager. So I had management experience there. And then uh, now, what did you did you enjoy? I, I would say, like, I I would love to be a bagger. Do you enjoy bagging? It was. It was fun. Yeah. It's one of those I, things. I play like Tetris in my fucking brain when I'm like putting bags together. You could be a tea <laughs> bagger with your lips. Right. Oh, there, there's definitely an art to it. And some of those ladies will, will throw down if you put, you know, a can with the pork chops. Yep. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. Oh, I've seen it. When we go down south here and there, they even offer to push the cart out to the car. What? They don't do that up there? No. Fuck no. Dude, they don't even open doors for you yeah. up here. And we got to bag our own shit. Yeah, now it's gotten to the point we have to bag our own stuff. We got to chase the damn half the time. You got to go chase the cart across the parking lot if you wanted to use it yeah. in the store. Wow. That's- yeah, no, it was, it was a, like, there wasn't a question about it. Like, you were you were taking the groceries out, and if they insisted they were okay and they could take them, then that was fine. But Yeah, I think we've gotten to the point that the soft serve lines have been taken over and then yeah. they have maybe three or four clerks in the normal checkout lines yeah. but there's no bagger so you're sitting there watching your shit just you know you're emptying your yeah. cart and you're looking you're like so who's gonna start putting that and all of a sudden mm-hmm. so i run to the end of it joking around I'm like paper or plastic sir and i run back to the fucking like the other <laughs> side i'm like i'll do 
paper today and I'll get back. I'll be like, you know what? Change the plastic. I'll just go back and forth and the lady will just look at me like, what the fuck is this dude doing? I'm like, there's nobody. You got to make fun of it. Yeah. But, me and my wife got to do like, you know, try to do like supermarket sweep. Yeah. You know. I'm waiting for that employee uh, party. You know, because you're to self-check out and you're to cash register. <laughs> I was waiting for, you know, to get invited at all the stores I shopped at. Oh, you're talking about the self-checkout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. You go to all those places. I mean, fuck, you aren't you? I feel like you should almost get like a 25% discount because you're not taking a pay. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. And really, you can't get three bags for $7,500 now. Yeah. It's ridiculous. No, dude. It, I just went... What I, I went to just get shit for a salad the other night. A salad. Croutons. Yeah, lettuce. Fuck, it was like 120 bucks. I was like, the fuck? I'm looking. I'm like, you know, yeah, I put a bottle of wine in there, but still that's 20 bucks. But fuck. Yeah. $100 for a salad? <laughs> Dude, it's... Shit it's, better sucking fuck you for that much. It's getting to the point now, like, everywhere you go. I was just mm-hmm. talking about the other, the other day. My wife and I... <laughs> I saw one of my well, buddies. You, no, you and I were talking on the phone last two oh, nights ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah, one of my buddies. Oh, yeah, somebody. One of, I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, you know, one of them. The only one that would answer a phone call. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> we went to dinner the other night. We went up to Lone Star, and we shared a porterhouse steak, and we both got salad with our... Dude, time we ate that, like, it's getting to the point now, and then you tip the waitress, right, on the inflated bills. And Rick doesn't even drink. So <laughs> No, I don't drink. My wife... She don't really drink anymore since I yeah. stop, thankfully. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> dude, it was it was seventy dollars with the tip, and you're yeah. tipping on the inflation money now, right? And I'm Ooh. like, I'm to the point now. I don't know if I'm like besides myself. Like, was the steak really that good? And then you get the bill and you bitch about the bill. Like, oh my yeah. God, it was yeah, fucking- you forget if you had a good dinner or not. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was talking to you about <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah, we, it was and me. It's like, it was yeah, me. It was you. Hey, Justin, it was me who he <laughs> yeah. called. It was Todd. We talked just like we podcast, but it's like, yeah. you know, you go out and you know, you're going out to spend the money, but it's just one of those knee jerk reactions. You're like, ah, you know, we'll get out of here for, I don't know, $55 or whatever, 60 bucks. In your brain. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get that knee jerk reaction. I'm just like. Was the steak really that good? Because I could have bought some cooked them at home. Yeah. For $18, I could have walked to the fucking barbecue in the mm-hmm. counter. And I'm not saying that they don't deserve to get tips. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's just, you start looking at all this stuff compounding. And then, like you say, we go to the fuck grocery store. And in two arms, you could carry $100 worth of fucking yeah. groceries out. And that's only going to get you what? Two days? days? Yeah. 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 No, do you do you have do you have a family like uh, other than your wife? Do you have kids and stuff? Nope. No, nope. three dogs. That's it. Well, that, that's fucking hefty too, right yeah. there. You sound <laughs> like us. We got two <laughs> now, and a horse and a cat. No kids. Two, two dogs. Yeah, a horse and a cat, and they're all females, dude. I am dude, way outnumbered. I just thought about that. I'm like, you have a, a house full everywhere. of bitches. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thank God they don't all rag at the same time. <laughs> they, didn't, they haven't gotten the same cycle. I thought like when. No, they're they all, all, they're out all together, fixed, but the wife the same and the horse. horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen the tampon bill coming, dude. I, we we extravenated <laughs> that one. No wonder you got such a big barn. Yeah, right? 
yeah. <laughs> you gotta have somewhere to hide out. Yeah, yeah exactly, man. I, I pulled up tonight and I show up to the house and his wife's at the, at the out with the horse or whatever in the barn and I'm like, not a light on is at the house. I'm like, this motherfucker forgot we have a podcast and like, and Brian didn't show up either because he's sick. I'm like, look around. I call him. He's like, hey, I'm in the bar and I'm like, oh, thank God, he's under there fucking. Tearing apart what we're drinking you doing? coolant. Yeah, you're drinking all of a sudden. He's fucking hose there. Fucking dry rotted on the fucking car, the SUV thing we got. And it's just one like one of those things. I'm sitting there waiting. So I'm I'm just I'm just <laughs> cracking the hoses, like getting all the coolant shit out. Cause you know at some point it's gonna hit some air and it's gonna fucking just release on top of you. So that was right when I walked in. Yeah, right when Tot walks in, I fucking have coolant just blasting. <laughs> And fucking uh, all over the place, shot. dude. It was one money of those things. Shot. I'm like, where the fuck was my phone when I needed it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking splash my eye. The shit does taste a little bittersweet. It's sweet, yeah. Yeah. And then I might as well come in and just do the next hose before we come podcast because, God damn it, we're going to have to fucking eat another bath. So well, and then he's like, I'm trying to go get a beer because we're oh, yeah. in our studio. I'm like, we're having going a day today. His door, it, it's tough to open no matter what for some reason. So I fucking go full send thing is going to work and boom, I go face first. <laughs> he has it fucking dead bolted. <laughs> yeah. So the other day, it's been a fucking, day. Uh, yeah, this morning or whatever, I leave to go to move some equipment. I go to lock the door and the bolts always turned hard. So the key's really been getting to work out for a while. And uh, I go to lock the door and I fucking just turned the key and I thought the door lock and I'm walking away. And I get in the fucking semi and I'm looking at the key and it's missing. It fucking <laughs> sheared off. off in the dead boat. I didn't even oh. realize it. Come on, you pansy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, dude. It's been it's just been yeah, eventful. From, from that point on, I'm sitting like, so how the fuck are we getting into the house? Because your wife's at the barn. <laughs> well, now at that point, he can't I've, find his keys. I've already been home, so I let the dogs <laughs> out. And I'm thinking I left the keys on the counter because my wife came home. And now the fucking door's locked, and we got a podcast. And I'm like, I know I always got a window open somewhere. So I was, that was when I pulled the phone out. I was getting ready to fucking videotape. Yeah, and then we found the, the fucking keys. Well, I was going to climb through the fucking window. Oh, Lord. It's it's That's just been a fun. day. Yeah. New year. We got... New day. Dude, it's hilarious. So I moved the machines today, and we're going to finish the car tomorrow kind of thing. But the panic in the air, so... It started yesterday, and everyone be like, "Oh, I heard, I heard we're getting like 16 inches of snow by Friday." And you know, you got all these fucking snow gurus just brainwashing all these fucking people. So there's panic everywhere. They're calling for fucking snow emergencies mm-hmm. for the next two days in all the cities around here. So everyone's just fucking freaking out. I'm just like, "Good God, dude! Watch it just turn to a bunch of fucking rain." It. That's what uh, it did on Monday. Yeah. We're supposed just, to get 15 inches of snow in it. We got three inches of rain. But it's great because now the ground's so warm that if we get all this fucking snow. It's melting before. It's well, that, it but yeah. it's going to insulate the ground. And then we got freezing temps come. So now it's just going to be mud underneath the fucking Ooh. snow. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. I'm just looking it's forward a to be a Michigan wreaking havoc. But I was watching TV. And I seen, uh, I don't know if parts where you're at, my man, Tennessee or North Carolina, fucking shit's flooding in people's backyards. Rivers are fucking overflowing. I seen that yesterday. Oh, yeah. We've had a lot of flash flooding. And I I turned down a road last night, and it was 
completely blocked off. I was like, oh, what are they doing down here? And I go down a little bit and I see the light reflecting in the entire road for a good 40 yards. Is underwater. You underwater. didn't, you didn't yeah. just think about giving full send? No, no, right, no, no. You're, no. you're one of the smart ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was company truck. So. Oh, shit. I would have waited out there a little ways. <laughs> it's coming yeah. in the floorboard jet. No, we're good. Yeah, I've been making a new commercial. What are you driving? A Ford? <laughs> yep. Driver returns on foot. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Love boy, it. man. So give us a little bit of backstory, man. How did you end up? getting into the dirt realm i know your dad kind of grew up into it and you went from teabagging customers to how did you get into where you're at and why did you quit the grocery store being well, a we manager went from, uh, we went from the grocery store to i uh delved into the corporate world of uh we'll say uh a big box hardware store uh would we call it home depot no the oh. other one. Oh, lowe's yeah right. uh were you not and, allowed to say uh, that <laughs> no no i really don't give a shit right. i just i don't people do that all the time and i've always learned to do it i don't i don't work there anymore right but uh that was an awesome job i uh was actually i went around to the entire district that's why i lived in huntsville uh i had the whole north north alabama and we did all the big resets so i didn't have to deal with customers all you right know, i worked retail so but that wasn't my main job. So you're the asshole in. that went into these stores where people, yep. the workers were miserable and all of a sudden like, we're going to have a powwow today because the corporate motherfuckers are in town and make sure everything looks good and is full and staged and everyone says hi to the customers. <laughs> well, I'm the guy that come in and, you know, when you go back into the store and you're like, I just need to pick up a breaker. I knew they were here yesterday, but they're mm -hmm. across the store now. I'm the one that moved it across the store. <laughs> You uh, fucking oh, asshole. You're that guy. Yeah. Moving yeah, the goddamn guy. end caps. <laughs> so why, oh, didn't, yeah, why yeah. didn't you stick it out there and run up the food chain even more? Well, I actually, I topped out in the position I was in there. Uh, and they, over the course of, let's see, I worked there for seven or eight years. And, uh, and what'd you top out progressively, at? You don't mind 15 something okay and uh i was like no nah, this, this ain't gonna work one i can't top out you know i could have gone into a managed like a more bigger management role but mm -hmm. i the way the company was going the direction they they got a new ceo and that whole yep. deal came in fired everybody totally different and i just didn't agree with the way they were doing things and yeah, I started off at a mom and pop grocery store. So one thing I've learned in life is between the corporate world and the uh, self-employed world is the corporate people do shit that makes no fucking sense. Nothing. You know, uh, <laughs> you're like, who the fuck it, sat around that circle table but, this week but and came up with this idea? But there's got to be a reason why they make yes. money, though. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So that's the reason why the they science do behind shit. it is crazy. Well, yeah, and but then you do get to the point where you have arbitrary rules and stupid mm -hmm. shit. You know, where somebody sliced their hand with a box cutter, and now you can only have box cutters that are a half an inch long or some shit. Yeah, you know? dude, I I what was it? it was two weeks ago. So I'm a contractor. So like, 
when I go there, I want to be able to access and get what I need when I need, like right then and there. And the night before I came home and they didn't have the product on the ground. So I'm like, Hey, can you guys please pull that pallet? I went up to the pro desk. I'm like, Hey, get Mm -hmm. this pallet down. Like, Oh yeah, fuck yeah, dude. We'll get it down for you tonight. I'm like, cool. They usually do, you know? Mm -hmm. So I made a point to make that my first fucking stop in the morning. I get there and the guy's like, Oh, I don't think we have any of that in stock. I'm like, yes, you do. I'm like, I'll walk you all. Yeah. So it was, it was a uh, thin set. So I needed like 17 bags of fucking thin set. So I was like, the fucking shit is up there on the fucking, you know, third row up there. Well, oh, there's nobody here that can uh, do a lift right now. Spot I'm like, spot are you yeah. fucking kidding me? I'm like, yeah. I, I'm certified. I worked here before back in my prime. I'm like, I think I still got the cert, <laughs> you yeah. know? Just grab your flags. Let's go. But dude, I was there for two hours. Oh, wow. Like I couldn't start my day. Like if I left, I you wasn't going to do anything. Get 17 bags yourself and push them out the fucking No, they time? were up on the fucking shelf. Oh, yeah, that's when you spider yeah. monkey that shit. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And then it was like, you know. See, that was a big problem that they had before I left was, was pro customers. Yep. Uh, you know, our pro business was horrible. Yep. You know, just from little stuff. I mean, that there should have been. I should have been to you in the most timely way possible. Oh yeah. Oh, they, they promised but, me, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Whatever. It's my end of my day. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> See you later." Well, I started using that self checkout. There's not, dude. They in the first place the night before. You know, I looked around for fucking probably thirty minutes because the dude's like on his computer thing. Like it's around here somewhere. I'm like, dude, they don't keep it in any aisles. I'll walk you over because I've watched this be picked like seventeen mm-hmm. times in the last year. It's over here. Oh. No, it won't be over there. That's where the fucking kitchen cabinets are. I'm like, it's because the fucking space for it isn't available over here. <laughs> so they fucking yeah. finally found it. Took put a tag on. I bet you the guy at night couldn't find it because the same reason. It's not in the spot where it should be. <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those things. The I, big box I worked stores. at Home Depot for a year, and dude, it was the coolest job in the world. Like, you only just, worked here in Alaska. Yeah, it, it was in Alaska too, but that was fucking sweet. But like, so the, you were high the whole time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm sitting there. I'm like, that was the most enjoyable job ever. I had to do nothing all day except for talk to humans. <laughs> it was great. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if we didn't yeah. have it, I'd just be like, well, we don't have it. <laughs> Sorry. We, you know what we need? We need a couple of our guests <clears throat> to reenact your story and post it on TikTok and Instagram of like hiding, hiding in the lumber hiding while in between taking acid. the lumber. <laughs> As people like walk by, like you were fucked up. Did you hear? Did you hear that that uh, episode? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I, yeah, it was pretty wild. I don't remember like that. that movie. Uh, what's that movie with Dane Cook where they worked at like the Costco place and they had like a little card table? <laughs> yes. and stuff set up yeah. on the couch. I do. When that came out, I was I think I was working at freaking Home Depot when that came out. We thought so many ways <laughs> how we could do that, but like we're like our fucking. Uh, our pallets aren't big enough. You know, we can't freaking hide in yeah. between them. They'll see us. <laughs> mm-hmm. But not if you take enough acid, you can make anything, anything. <laughs> Jesus yeah. In your world. Yeah. <laughs> so after the box stores, what got you into dirt work, man? So that's when, uh, I went to my dad. Uh, well, first I was like, I'm gonna have back surgery. Cause I'm going to take advantage of this good insurance at this place before I leave. So I had back surgery needed that. Uh, it's pretty extensive. I was out of work for three months, but uh, what the hell? Uh, let's why. let's back up. What 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 made you have to have back surgery at thirty two years old or whatever? Just uh, wear and tear, and uh, you know, 
young and dumb and invincible. Uh, right. just, there was no, there was no accident or anything. It was just over time, you know, it, I had a slip disc and a hurt or a degenerative disc and a herniated disc. Gotcha. All right. So there's no good, real good story about it. No, no, <laughs> nothing. It just sucked. Right. And, uh, but it, and it was the best thing I ever did. I, you know, you hear horror stories, you hear good stories. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. But, uh, I don't know why I was like, Hey, dad are y'all hiring you know and uh he said let me ask because my dad's like the head mechanic there he uh <clears throat> he went to the boss the owner and he said we're not hiring. this was in um, i don't know september october end of the year you know right mud rain season mm-hmm. he said you know let's wait till the spring i was like, all right cool you know i'm gonna be sitting at the house for three months and i had no intentions of Hey, I'm going to go be a foreman. And it was just I want out of lows as soon as I can get out. I just of need a job. I'll push a broom for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to take a pay cut and I knew it would be, you know, kind of a lateral move. And, uh, you know, I got like a 50 cent raise and, uh, sure enough, here I am six months out of having back surgery and, uh, I'm running a damn scraper for six months beating my screws and rods <laughs> doing exactly what your doctor said not to do for a year yeah actually it, it really wasn't that that bad i mean that was it was crazy because i look back on it and that's the most scraper work we've done since i've been there was that first year i was there i mean i was on a pan left and right like no joke it was like not six straight months but that whole year you know two months here two months here whatever month here of uh and we, we keep our scrapers up pretty good, but still, it don't matter what, you know, you're on a pan, through a boss of the wall and banging, you know, it, it's not a smooth right. Now, I would much rather be on a pan than a haul truck or a, what do y'all call them, a wiggle wagon? Yeah, haul truck, a wiggle back, wagons. Back dumps. But, uh, so, crew I was on, uh, my boss, he's an awesome guy. He's a freaking phenom operator and he spent time with me and started teaching me all the gps stuff so i would do all the layout all the technical you know i'd go around with the rover marking out uh offsets on back of curbs and center lines and stuff for utilities and stuff because we do a lot of our that's one thing that you do all your um, in-house yeah yeah it, it we have our own surveying team but like you know if I can save money in the form or not to have to call the surveyor out off something else and I can do it, you know, up until you find out that the fucking subdivision stop signs like 17 feet into the intersection. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I learned real quick is you make sure you go off their benchmark. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. We're, we're, we're pretty good with that, but it's, that's what a lot of people, you know, I've tried to train I try to find people that I can, uh, if they ever come along, that I can have confidence in, because that's the biggest part is finding someone you can train that you can trust. That I don't have to go back behind, you know. And uh, he uh, he spent some time with me, and it took about three years. And uh, which everybody's like, man, you learned so quick. It's just so un uncommon for somebody to shoot through. And become a foreman, you know. And I got 
a lot to learn. I, mean, I was gonna say, yeah, five years in the industry, never being in the industry, that like, that's, that's that's pretty, pretty fucking impressive. You know, there's a yeah, lot like, to learn in dirt work, man. Well, man, it's it, it's the variables that I don't think. I mean, you could be a savant, and still, it's just about being at the the, the opportunities of having this situation come mm-hmm. before you and you going through it to learn it. You know. So look, like, looking back when you first started out to obviously where you're at now, what was some of your biggest headaches and struggles entering into the industry when you look back now? Uh, from like an operator standpoint or from just getting into the dirt world, just, just going from a whole nother, um, the hours, the, the, because you know, I was used to forty hours from six to three. Yep. Mm-hmm. Go home. I had the afternoons. <laughs> Your day is off. <laughs> Done. Phones I, off. <laughs> jerk off time. Right. Like no other. You know. That that's hey, essential, no man. You always need that. You need to always be able to make room for that. Yeah, I feel like you could do that in the scraper. Yeah. You got all these other guys from North Dakota that just got all these back roads and just ride around for hours, around. man. I, I, I think we were just talking about <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> like, I was listening to that episode today. What a fucking ride. Imagine being able to just drive straight for hours. And then like I, around here, it's like, I got to pay attention. I'd go fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. I'd go nuts. Oh man. I had a buddy who, or I had several friends who went to Minot, North Dakota, where, um, can't remember who it was, it Taylor. One of y'all's last episodes. Yeah, Taylor, uh, he is the jam, man. He's a good dude. Uh, I, I knew one guy that worked at the Air He was in the Air Force, and he went up there, and he said, there is absolutely, this was in the 80s, early 90s, so there's nothing up there but a pizza hut and a bar, and that's it. And it probably hasn't changed much since then. <laughs> Got yeah, a couple oil said, rigs. Yeah. All everybody does is fuck and drink. Wow, that doesn't that's sound too bad. Actually, alcohol is a stimulant. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and and, and yeah, all them old guys are making bank. You know, they're all driving them hundred thousand dollar, you know, three quarter ton, one ton. <clears throat> I mean, they would have to be making bank, dude, because there's no reason to just go there to work. Yeah, the way yeah. they oh, were to make money. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had I had one buddy who did it for just uh, two seasons. He'd come back with enough money, buy a truck and a backhoe and uh, Peterbilt. Nice. And he he started his own. No, not brand new, but I mean, he bought. You don't have to start and, with brand new. Oh, absolutely not. And and he just does a little odds. And he's a farmer. He mainly hauls grain and stuff. But we were we were talking a, while, a little bit ago about equipment and stuff, and you know, I think people are really starting to realize like you don't have to just keep buying brand new equipment obviously the big companies the latest and greatest technologies and some of the newer equipment but when you still look at some of this equipment that's out there and you look at the backbone dude from early 90s to mid 2000s was like the powerhouse of equipment that came through and it's still still there you know i look at some of the stuff that we got and we're running 2000s around and it oh, just yeah. blows my mind. Mm-hmm. You're making just as much money as the other companies are. While saving money. <laughs> yeah. But you're running dinosaurs, they call it. Yep. 
I ran into the gravel pit the other day. We we're picking up some one by three well, for the driveway. Like just the whole fucking like Instagram has got to look good on my fucking reel. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's got to, I got to look good to the, the city. You know, people got to look like I'm somebody. It's like, uh, but yeah. really you're just dragging that shit around. I just, I just How like, much work do you have? I just like driving past someone there on the side of the road <laughs> and it's, what do they call it? Regenerating or whatever the fuck it <laughs> oh. is. Yeah. Regen, yeah. Regen. Like, oh, oh the, I got to pull her and regen. You're like, yeah, we'll see you in a while. <laughs> I mean, you're well, going to dig two know, more basements while you're waiting on that. That's it, man. <clears throat> and that's 70. You know, I heard a cat guy say that 70% of their business now is doing uh, repairs on uh, uh, emissions. Yeah. yeah. It, the emissions and, are starting <clears throat> to really come into play now. We, we act with quite a bit of mechanics and there's people in the industry now and that's one of their biggest thing is they want people want to rip this stuff off of the engines and i'm just sitting there like man these 2000s are just <laughs> we're doing just fine over here yeah. where the fucking pin might be slopping might you oh, know yeah be a six like inches our, out but fuck it our scrapers they're all f model 621s so they're 97 96s no electronics and the reason that, you know, I asked him one time why he didn't get one of the new, uh, one of the new ones with like, the joystick controls is I've always wanted to run it. It looks cool, you know. And he said, yeah, but your dad can't fix that. It's a whole lot cheaper for your dad to fix that scraper. <laughs> right, yeah. And he's, and, he, and he's been doing it for the since it was new for 20 years. He knows every, you know, and yep. he just spent two scrapers. He got the entire next rebuilt. He spent $100,000 before this like we had a job moving 300,000 yards and uh, he spent a hundred grand fixing up all the necks, putting new seats. And that's one good thing. We ain't got brakes, but we got good cushiony seats. You don't need brakes or scrapers though, dude. No, I just roll the blade not. down. <laughs> I've never, I've never been on one with brakes. I don't even know why it just gets in the way. Yeah. Yeah. But And you bang that thing through all the gears and just let her eat and, yeah. And, and when it breaks down, you know, you come out there and it's, it's always something simple. They're never, I mean, unless you got idiots that, you know, roll them down hills and stuff, you know, as long as you keep, keep that's, halfway good care of them. That's anywhere though, dude, you'll get, you'll get people that just don't pay attention. Like we, we don't really run that many scrapers. You see a couple old companies that got them that run around, but we're all these haul trucks now, you know, with excavator yeah. haul trucks and dozers because they're clay. The scrapers just sucks. Me, I'm not the dirt guy. They You're swivel. talking about the thing that has the fucking the blade in the middle yep, and it the fills on the back and then yep. the driver. All right, gotcha. But uh, we <clears throat> we'd build a bunch of fucking stockpiles and how they would build new roads. <clears throat> you know, when you get like a young guy in that starts learning, you got to teach him how to run the haul truck and yep. you know you sit there and build up the hype about just you know stay away from the edge. You don't want to fucking get too close and oh. bitch roll over. Well then. You get to a certain point, you have to fucking put a new road in, and you'll put, you'll have that new kid with you or the new guy, dude. You'll just balls to the wall, <laughs> drive right up over the fucking pile, and they're like, "What are you doing?" You're like, "Ah, fucking!" You'll pull you pull the half the hill down, pull a new road in. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, you're going to tip those fuckers over. They're designed for it, though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I seen uh, we had a guy uh, first. Uh, one time I've ever seen it happen. Flip the cab over on a truck, just the cab. the The whole bed stayed straight up upright. 
Oh yeah. And, was uh, was it still fold? Was that why or how the fuck would that yeah. well, well it it was it was real thick mud and he back and the idiot on the dozer should have been gotcha. paying more attention. And so it went out real slow. He was backing down kind of into a pond when he backed up, you know, he was on an incline. <laughs> it didn't come out of the bed, so the front wheels started coming up. It still didn't come out of the bed. Well, the side that the side where the fuel tank is is the heavier side. All that fluid moves to that side, and it just went bloop and yeah. just the, the the whole cab over. Dude, those things just take a beating. I knocked oh, yeah. one over with the three eighty five excavator, big old fucker, just swung over and had a full bucket. Oof. Fucking slam! I was young, slammed into the side of that. But they had link belt <laughs> controls, which were completely backwards. And dude, time you realize with three eighty five, you got like nine yards in the bucket. It's going. It's fucking. It was just like it's a wrecking ball. ball. Boom! I came in like a wrecking ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I, we had something that big. I've always wanted to run something. Biggest hoe we got to 349. That's and still a good size. Big one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we've got three 349s. And we, uh, shoot, when we was, we had, we have five pan scrapers. And we'll run four and have one for spare. But we was running four pans and five haul trucks. And we were, we were moving about 9,000 yards a day. That's awesome. Yeah, those three forty nines, man. Those are those are the workhorses of really the industry. Yeah, yeah. They they got they got good ass behind them, and they, they like how good of ass. Like you know, if you could relate it to your like, your like, your love crush, you know, what ass like, would it be? Like not Kim Kardashian. All right, more like uh, like J Lo. All right, that that's yeah. solid ass. You know, solid that's a big ass. ass. That's a beautiful you know, ass. Kim Kardashian is just that's just yeah. She's more ago. like a three eighty five. J Lo, I can get behind yeah. that all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. And these these new ho- these next gen hoes they got, man, they're awesome. Are we are we still they, talking about women? Or are we talking about hoes? Hoes? I don't know. Well, <laughs> I think I think we're gonna have to start modifying the doors for some of these women to walk through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, the next gen hoes are pretty sweet. Now, now, if you were a gentleman, you would have been like my wife's ass. You know, you wouldn't have used some other woman's yeah. name. Gosh, <laughs> yeah. hope she's yeah. not going to listen. Obviously, she's your, your, your wife ain't right next to you, is she? <laughs> uh, she's in the living room. They Uh-oh. are my friends. <laughs> They are my friend. We don't even know this dude, and he's fucking called us out as I friends. Love it. I love it. <laughs> What'd your wife just say? You don't even know these guys. She, I don't know. She was just sitting. She's in the living room. I'm in the office. That was great. <laughs> they are my friends. Uh, oh. But mom, it's not time for bed yet. <laughs> this is a fucking random. Leave me alone when I'm cleaning my room. <laughs> Oh God, man! So, so looking back, getting back into the industry on your journey, what were uh, what were some of the biggest aha moments and like struggles as your journey progressed into this dirt industry? Mm. Fuck flex I'm, time. I'm pretty close. <laughs> See, I don't even know what flex time is. <laughs> uh, I, like, I don't, I don't understand that. Uh, 
probably, like I said, learning when you get into it and get excited about learning stuff and and you get going. And and I had and still have to check myself a lot about, hey, go home, you know? Yeah. Me and my wife got married uh, two two years ago. And, uh, you know, it was since we've been together since I was at Lowe's, but we got married two years ago when I was with this company. And so your, your, your homebodiness really went poof. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And your, your work came home with you. Yes. And And she was probably like, this is not what I signed up for. (laughs) But she's always been so supportive of me. You know, she knows this is what I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. I love doing this. You know, it, it came, came to me honestly i mean I, I guess i fought it since i was tiny but i guess i was destined to come into the dirt world yeah it's just in my blood but uh she's been so supportive on me but yeah she'll check me up every once in a while and say hey come home you know it can uh, be fin- whatever you're doing right now can be finished tomorrow yeah yeah and she understands if it's gonna rain tomorrow i'm gonna be home late yep you know yeah, i mean I, I gotta stay make sure everything is Cause that's the key thing in, in this industry. Dewatering. Dewatering and making sure you prep. And I mean, I see so much, not to toot our own horn, but I've only worked for this company. So when I see other people and the way they do some stuff, not everybody, there's some great companies, but like, it's just like, Oh my God, that's a mess. I, I don't understand how they get away with that. How are they? Where's their production? at? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, you know, and that that's the probably the most technical thing that I'm doing right now and trying to really hone in on is being as productive as possible because we don't use any kind of software. We don't use these uh, HCSSs and we, we don't use any kind of metrics that it's just, hey, and my boss, the owner, he, he, doesn't be, he doesn't like being in the office. He taught me most of what I know. He is in a bulldozer. He would rather be in the cabinet than than in the office anytime. And the man's a smart you know, fucking man. <laughs> yeah, it's two brothers on the company. One of them he does the office shit, and and the other one he's out doing jobs. He he spearheads all our big, uh, you know, boat boat jobs. That's pretty badass. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I have so much respect for him because he, I've seen him clean out tracks. I've seen, and you know, like I said, we're not, we're not a big, we're not a huge company. We're not a small company, you know, 120 people. And the owner, he comes out there and he shovels tracks and he'll break bolts loose and with the best of them, dig out holes, manholes, anything. But that's, that's, there's that's something what to be said about, about that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why Rick hired uh, Brian. That's right. (laughs) I got me a liberal with a cape that don't do shit. (laughs) Mexican backhoe. Yeah, you fucking ask him to do some work. He just starts bitching at you. Those tracks are dirty. I got my toe shoes on. Come get this shit taken care of. The fucker left me to safe space. (laughs) For anybody that's ever, I'd rather dig a fucking three forty nine Esquire track out. Than like a D5 dozer trek any day. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that fucker left me the other day in mud season here when it's starting to freeze up. We we made that fucking little video and Granted, shit. Granted, he was sick as a fucking dog. He wasn't sick. Right. Brian's a bitch. Right. Fucking full of mud, pushing one by three. <laughs> if you've ever tried to dig out tracks full of mud in one by three, 
dude, you might as well just use your fucking bare hands and just start fucking yeah, going at pawing it, pawing it out. Fucking oh. oh, it's like it's like big rice krispie treat mix. Yeah, except for they don't want to come out because our mud's like <laughs> suction. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah y'all, but y'all, don't, y'all have real clay mud up. There? Oh, dude, we got brown clay, blue gray. I was gonna say gray. Fucking. Then we get peat. Fucking, but our clay, dude. It's just fucking. It's nasty. It's like nobody else's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when it gets uh, wet, it's it's fucking slimy. It sticks, stinky. Sounds like mm-hmm. fucking sock drawer. <laughs> yeah. See, we got, I've had a lot of people in there like, you run pans in Tennessee? And I'm like, yeah. You know, because they think it's so rocky, which mm-hmm. it is. It's very rocky. And it is not so much commonplace. We don't run them on a lot of jobs, but, you know, we, the rock down here is such. It, uh, it's limestone and we literally I had two guys work 100 hours a piece uh, last year because we couldn't we couldn't shoot this pond because it was within 200 foot of a petroleum and a natural gas line Oh, so I had two guys on hammers for 100 hours for two weeks solid hammer out this pond that sounds miserable Oh, it is. I mean, it's, but you know, what can you do? Our only other option was they wanted us to put the, the, with the size, the seismic meters out there. And we could only blast in a four by four area, four foot by four foot. And we'd have to get a permit for each shot. And this pond was like, you know, it was like a two acre pond. Yeah. Yeah. It's massive, you know, and it was 20 foot deep. I would fucking my, quit. That was. <laughs> yeah, I'd fucking fuck that, man. Running a jackhammer for fucking that many hours to get. No. And and that was all change order, too. That's great for the company. Fuck, I would. Well, I would not be that dude. Well, and that's the thing. You I couldn't go at it with like mini that. diggers, little little breakers on a little fucking <laughs> excavator. Well, no, that's what we had the hoe ram on on a on a three twenty. Oh, I thought you and said they went out by hand. No, 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 no. I'm no, like, no, good no, God, no, dude! No. Could you imagine? No, no, two no, acres no, of no. jackhammering like twenty foot deep. <laughs> oh no! I thought no, that's what no. you said. Oh no! Rick's in here like vibrating in his chair, like just thinking about how I'd quit. He would look like he has Parkinson's when you get done with that. Yeah, fuck that. Oh no, that. Oh yeah, I would be like, no, nah, y'all, y'all gonna have to call some Mexicans for this one. Uh, the Mexicans <laughs> would quit. Yeah, everyone would quit. They'd be like, <laughs> yeah. these fucking gringos are fucking retarded. <laughs> yeah, I'm going back to the roof. Yeah. Oh fuck, but, man. But no, no, no. Yeah, they were both on 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 Horams. It was, but still, I mean, they were out there from six in the morning to ten, eleven at night. Just and, but. We got it. We weren't on I would never ask that of anybody, you know. They they wanted to do it, and it was hey, the stipulations were hey, if you're going to do it, you better be on it and productive. And because we're charging this guy for for the hour, you know, and and that's a big bill. Yeah. But they they asked for it, you know, I, I, I will never shy away from if somebody wants to work, let them work. No. They're being productive, you know. No, 
I, we used to do that constantly, man, in the trade tier. If we had guys that wanted to work and they were just go-getters, we found work for those boys. Like, we didn't shy away from nothing. I mean, there's companies, even when I was a foreman back in the day working, if you had a good crew and that crew was hungry and they wanted to make money, by God, they'd fucking either come up with some work or you knew other companies that had work and you go over there for the weekend mm-hmm. and help them. Yeah. It ain't like that hardly anymore. Fucking Thursday hits and everybody's talking about, well, I don't know if I'm going to come in tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and some of these kids these days and they'll, they'll bitch about, you know, they'll, we're not working Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday cause it's too wet or something. Yeah. Hey, we're working, we're working Saturday. Oh no, I got, uh, what don't complain to me. When you're bitching about hours, and I'm that's Brian, man, help you out, you know. That's Brian. He he's only good for like two or three days. <laughs> it seems like <laughs> then he retires. Good. Yeah, then he then he starts finding shit to do. I think we should just probably employ his wife. She'd <laughs> outwork him. <laughs> so probably, what kind of advice could you give if somebody's on the fence thinking about getting into the dirt industry? Obviously, you've been in it. For five years, you've made it to a foreman role really fast. What kind of advice would you give somebody that was on the fence about getting into this industry? Um, probably would be don't expect instant gratification. Why the but fuck not? Are, Come on. I mean, you got to pay to play. Everything's I mean, instant around here. You got to beat on that because I've put, I was telling a guy the other day on, on my dozer that I've had with me for two years now, I've put, let's see, 3,200 hours is what's on the hour meter. I guarantee you I've put 2,500 hours. On Damn, that. nice. And I told uh, this one guy, he worked for us before, left and come back, and he was kind of over one of our dirt pits and uh, he he came back in just as an operator well he texts my boss one saturday night hey when am i going to be able to be a foreman i've been you know really getting good with the gps dozer and stuff and all this and uh, my boss told me this so monday morning i come in i said hey why don't uh before you go you know texting boss at 8 30 on a saturday night saying how you should be a foreman why don't you come to me and ask for my help and ask me Mm -hmm. if you know i will help anybody because we need help we need people to fill these leadership roles yeah but the thing is like i i think or go ahead sorry but you know i said you come in here and you and and you said you're getting good on the jeep dude i've had to go behind you at every turn you know, mm-hmm. and it, uh, at the end of the day, like easy thing. becoming like a foreman or superintendent or, you know, it, once you step out of the operator, the, the, the framer, or the, you know, mechanic, or, you know, once you add that extra, you know, like name to your belt, it's because you're be, you're managing other people, not just your work. So you need to know a lot about everything. Well, you, you mean, yes. and you gotta be able to, see ahead look ahead think mm-hmm. ahead you can't like most operators they just know how to get in the machine and do what their job is that task 
after you after you tell them that hey we got to get a b and c done and then tomorrow we got to get x y z done you know like there's shit in between a and z and if you don't think outside the box and look ahead and think about every other moving part in that scenario nothing will ever fucking get done that's all the trades so that's that's where you know there's yeah it's there's some good like workshops and stuff like for if somebody is an operator or somebody's a carpenter or somebody's a you know whatever they are you know as a tradesman or woman like you can look into looking how do i become a foreman you know and they and you can watch it it's on youtube like just give you little pinpoints about what the fuck you got to look into <laughs> to become a- that next step so when you, when and you, at the end of the day, you may watch and be like, I don't want to fucking take on all of those responsibilities. Right. I want to yeah, just operate, turn the key off and fucking go home. So if you had to describe your role as a foreman in your task, in your daily grind, what in your mind, in your opinion, what is a foreman's responsibility? Drink coffee and eat donuts. Yeah, and yell at people. Yeah, yeah, I've seen plenty of those, <laughs> and and that's where you know you you, you see you know the good leaders versus uh, the guy in charge. You got to be, you got to have the big picture planned out in your head. You have to have a plan of action that you know going back to the variables that doesn't always play out, but you can't. You know, you got to think macro, not micro. Yes. And, and you know, hey, if, uh, I tell my guys all the time, if you can do something with the same end goal results, you know, in the same amount of time, I don't care how you do it. You know, it, it needs, it's getting done one way or the other. I don't care. These people come in. I've seen guys and like, if you don't do it their way, then you're doing it wrong. And that flies all over me. 100%. They, you know, the, these guys, these kids come in, I've seen them and they come and they want to go from haul truck to finish operator. Mm -hmm. And it, it don't work like that. And, and, you know, I will give anybody the opportunity to learn, which the winter time, that's, that's how I learn, you know, get in, you know, you hear all these guys on hopping in machines on their lunch break, staying a little late. You know, I will teach anybody, but. But when the fucking wife calls, you gotta say, how about new? (laughs) Exactly. You know, exactly. Yeah. You know, and and that's, you know, I always tell my guys, Hey, if you want off on, on, we work on Saturday, you want off on Saturday. Just let me know a couple of days ahead. Mm-hmm. Now, now you're not taking every Saturday off, but I'm I don't care at all. Two Saturdays a month, every other that's fine with me. You know, and I'm. But then that allows with, you to fucking plan what can happen and commence. You know, on that Saturday, if nobody fucking shows up, or you fucking plan through the week and you need that extra day. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where becoming a foreman, becoming mm-hmm. a superintendent and, comes in hand. And half of them don't show up on Saturday anyway. Correct. <laughs> you you find yourself obviously being more of a teacher and a coach and a cheerleader for these guys. Yeah, I mean you have to be. Because Why? If you don't if you don't, then you have chaos, and it's not organized chaos. You know, things can go. You can lose a lot of money real quick in just a, a day, a half a day. 
you know, if you don't, if somebody undercuts something that don't need to be undercut, you know, if, if I, and I try, that's one bad thing about me, me being so green and new is I don't know exactly. I know this comes and this comes and this comes and this comes, but you throw a, a cog in there and it's like, Oh, I forgot. We should have not even worried about that slope until we got that pipe through there, blah, blah, blah. in for this sewer or that, you know, so now we got to go do that through, you know, one job I had, we had to grade the pads three times because of the utility guy. We get them on grade on subgrade and then the utility guys come in there and they just destroy every bit of it. Mm. My boss is like, yeah, there's no point in grading that like, you know, really making it super, super neat the first time because it's going to get messed up again. Yeah. No, so it's little things like that where you, you can make, you, you make the money. Yeah. hundred, hundred percent, man. And that's, that's just the thing, you know, getting into a foreman role, each position, man, has its own task, own mindset, and everybody gets tunnel vision. And when once you get towards the top, your tunnel vision is a huge picture. So, no, I uh, I commend you within the first five years of <laughs> coming right from oh. teabagging to coming to foreman. Man, that was a that was a fast teabagging to fucking fucking up the goddamn stores, you know, end caps and yeah. changing shit around to working on dirt. Yeah, yeah, it's been a it's definitely. If you look back on it like that, it's about a. It's wide, definitely a fucking different wide. route that I that we're used to hearing. All right, Todd, tell yeah. me when to stop. Oh, stop. Okay. No, keep on going faster, faster, oh, faster. Yeah. A little more shuffle. <laughs> oh, oh, oh everyone on the other end, they don't know what's going on. Are, are y'all y'all skiing over there? We we fucking left Brian. Brian's at home, so we we can get away yeah, with murder now. Now it's just <laughs> us. <laughs> Two men in a mirror. What time is it, Todd? <laughs> Dirty mind time. Dirty mind. Dirty mind time. Clean words. All right, my man. So you, this was fun when we just we just started uh, implementing into I, our show. I don't even know if they've even aired. They yet. haven't heard it yet. So Uh-oh. it's yeah, just it's just good. you and Todd. Oh, hey, you can't be in this. I can't be in it because I'm the I'm the reader. I got to try to hold a straight face. <laughs> but it's uh, just fucking great. So it's dirty mine, clean, clean words. words. So I'm going to read you. So what, what you have to do, he's going to read the cards. Yep. They're dirty as fuck and hilarious, but you have to give it with a clean answer. Yep. Clean word or whatever it is. So wait so till the end. You'll catch on real quick. We got four cards. Okay. All right, here we go, guys. <laughs> dirty mine, clean words. Number one. Number one. I can handle 12 men at once. If I'm hung, you can do it again. A woman can sit on me. My box can hold a dozen members. (laughs) Pleading with me can get you off. What the fuck? (laughs) Do you have any idea what that is? You want me to read them again? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I can handle 12 men at once. If I'm hung, you can do it again. A woman could sit on me. My box can hold a dozen members. 
pleading with me can get you off. A judge? Uh, close. A clog? No, a jury. Jury. Oh! Mm. <laughs> oh! Damn. Nice. This is good. This, this is a fucking yeah, fun okay. one. <laughs> All right. All right. I got it. I got it. All now. right. We yeah. got her now. We got her. All right. Here we go. I'm a four letter word. I start with an F and end with a K. <laughs> I can stick hot meat in your mouth. <laughs> Sometimes your juice drips off my prong. I can come in a bag. Fork. Fork. <laughs> That's it. You're Damn. correct. Nice. <laughs> All right. I can come in a bag. And end up in your drawers. Yes, fork. <laughs> My bad. I didn't mean to mess up your last dirty. <laughs> you're, you're good, man. You're good. You got to remember, you're also playing with the audience that's participating that we don't even know. Yeah, All right. All right. Here we go. Here's another one. We're on fire tonight, guys. We're, We're one on fire, for, baby. One for four so far. Uh, all right. Here it is. I might need a fudge packer to finish me off. My balls can taste sour in your mouth. If I'm hard enough, you can suck on me for hours. Bite me hard, and I could cream all over your face. <laughs> <laughs> you like it when I come in your Easter basket. Casbury egg. No. No. Fuck. Chocolate bunny. No. All right. One more time. <laughs> I read them backwards. <laughs> you like it when I come in your Easter basket. Bite me hard and I could cream all over your face. If I'm hard enough, you can suck on me for hours. My balls can taste sour in your mouth. I might need a fudge packer to finish me off. <laughs> Something pop? I don't know. Candy. Bam! Is that right? Oh. That's it. Oh, so it's like oh, multiple. I was thinking like one oh, oh. fucking thing, so I just threw yeah. out candy. Yeah, yeah. I was getting Fuck. specific there. Yeah, I was like, damn. Cadbury eggs. We're two for four tonight. <laughs> All right. Here we go. You ready? After your panties are wet, you really need me. If... <laughs> if you got too big of a load, I might go down on you. Sometimes you have to pay to stick your dripping thing in me. We have this one before. After I'm done, you can pull out your wrinkled one. <laughs> After you get me hot, I'll give you a tumble. A hair dryer? Close. I, I already know it. Shoot again. Hand hand dryer? Here, play it again. All right, here we go. After your panties are wet, you really need me. If you've got too big of a load, I might go down on you. Sometimes. <laughs> dryer. There yes. we go. Clothes dryer. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. Here we go. Did we already do that one? Yeah, I just did that. No. No, I just got it. The jury. 
Did you grab four <laughs> cards? Oh, I guess we've already done all four. Oh, fuck. Wow, that that went let's do one fast. more. All right, one more. <laughs> That's good. I'm like, wow. All right, here we are. Last one, guys, for the night. Playing with my knobs starts me flowing. <laughs> You'll need a towel after you're done with me. Grabbing my hose can make me spray. <laughs> Kitchen sink, faucet. <laughs> if I can't stop <laughs> dripping, consult a professional. Call Greg Johnson. <laughs> if you're under me too long, you'll start to shiver. But yes, he did hit it. A faucet. With faucet. Nice. Faucet. Very nice. Damn, those, those are a little folks, bit easier tonight than normal. That, that, yeah, last the first round, except for you pulled it. How do you pull the same card, one of the same cards out I'm of like 600? Fucking, I'm like Houdini. <laughs> I just make her happen. And that, folks, is Dirty Minds. It is? Clean words. Clean words. I like it. Isn't I that like good? It. <laughs> Dude, That's a good, good addition. He fucking caught us off guard, though. He came down with this fucking box. I'm like, Dirty, what the fuck is, yeah. is he going to bring out? It looks like it's in like an edible panties box. And all of a sudden, he brings out cards. We're like, oh, fuck. Well, my wife and I were looking for a game to play together with. <laughs> and then I fucking saw those at the top shelf. And she's like, you're getting that for the podcast, ain't you? Well, yep. we could still play it. Yeah. So then my wife and I were playing. And she was reading them to me. And I couldn't get any of the fucking answers. <laughs> So I start reading them to her, and she's like just rattling them off, fucking off. Sometimes I think like my mind doesn't go dirty enough, and I'm like, my mind goes too dirty, too dirty. I'm like, I don't know what that. I could got be like full send like strap ons, and I'm just like dark web dirty. Yeah, like I can't get out of the gutter, do like closet freak kind of shit when these things go off, man. It's just fuck. That was fucking great. It is, dude. It's just it's fun. It's it's a good addition to. We got that. We got Pimp Juice Poetry going, and then uh, Tat's going to actually bring another game or something in. Yeah, I got to figure that one out. We gotta, we're got we going to start doing uh, three editions. New year. Yeah. New things. So, got to spice uh, it up for you guys. Fresh. We got to keep it fresh. Yeah, if you guys think of something, drop it in the comments. Shoot us an Instagram message of a game that we could get our hands on and play. We're just fucking having a little bit different flavor taste this we're year. three dudes in a basement. That's it with a makeshift fire and a jerking off snowman and a fridge with some beer. Which, with that being said, the jerking off snowman, we're going to post that soon. One of these days, it's sitting here broken, so we haven't fixed it yet. So, (laughs) (laughs) Brian highlighted that so hardcore, but (laughs) and then nothing came of it. Uh, we don't know what's going on with our reels lately, but we just made that little video that we threw out the other day. What was that? Uh, well, the gravel, you yeah, our liberal dozer man pushing some gravel, yeah. and that Dude. shit is just fucking all over the internet. So it's hilarious. We've we've we're, we're nobody. <laughs> so, dude, Justin, we're sitting there. I, I run our Instagram, and all of a sudden, I'm sitting there like, guys, my fucking phone is blowing up all goddamn day. Like, what's going on? And all of a sudden, you know, because we'll, we'll get like the 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 general crew of listeners, you know, like, share, whatever, comment. And all of a sudden, dude, most of our videos that we post maybe get a, a hundred to a thousand, you know, <laughs> views or whatever. Yeah. This thing's up to like 500,000. It's just 
all day, oh, all wow. night. Dude, I'm trying to sleep and my phone's going ding, 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 ding. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like my girlfriend thinks I'm fucking like talking to somebody. At night. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Like this shit just hit like wildfire. I don't know what, what <laughs> went differently on that one. It was but fucking it's amazing how like one hashtag can like throw the analytics off. But the the thing is, like, I didn't, I, I made my own hashtags. They didn't even exist. I was like, Cho, Toshu, but that thing, that thing is just Rick's going a dick. like nothing that was a popular thing. So, dude, we're trying to figure out this whole interweb thing. It's fucking confusing. But <laughs> oh, the, the yeah, thing is, up. yeah, it, it's it, you, by the time you figure it out, <laughs> they'll change analytics again. But the but the yeah. show's growing, and that's the, that's the fun thing about it is the show's that's growing. Good. We've been putting stuff on Instagram, just kind of tagging and having fun and throwing some shit out there. And people are just starting to come back more and more and more. Uh, we got people starting for to, what reason? I don't fucking know. I don't really know. <laughs> uh, we got people just constantly uh, shouting out whatever. We just started selling uh, onesies. No, we gave away a couple onesies. Oh, we gave, just, them, we just gave them away to a couple people. Favorite, two people. Yeah, we got onesies going out now. That. <laughs> We're, we got uh, a child line, <laughs> but now, now what we're trying to do is, you know, as you guys start shouting it out, go to TikTok and Instagram. You guys post it, give us a shout out, help grow the show because we're getting so many requests. Like we're booked out for the whole year almost. Yeah, the whole year on our our door our door greeter just went a well <laughs> and above his job. Well, it's funny. I think and he's no, booked out twelve months now, now. Now that we say that, now I'm just thinking wow. back. I'm like Justin. I think you. You were the first person I fact-checked. Really? <laughs> you had time on the throne? I'm pretty sure. Because, I, I, dude, they were giving me so much shit. They're like, dude, you can't just fucking keep on inviting yeah, everybody hires anybody. that wants to be on. I'm like, why not? That's what we do it for. Yeah. <laughs> it is like... Well, I, like the, the last one that I listened to was like, you know... if. You, it was when you were like, you know, if we think you're you suck, we're just gonna hang up on you and then make it fun of you the rest of the time. And <laughs> I looked down, I was like, I've just listened to forty five minutes of a dude in North Dakota talking about jacking off and flat and flatulence. <laughs> he he reached out to me the other day. He's like surely to God I can come up with something good. <laughs> his his girlfriend, he just told me that fucking listen to it. She's like I don't think I've ever heard anybody or a group of people talk about jerking off for so long, so often, and just and still call it a show. <laughs> we That's dying. what I love about y'all show. Is, you know, this reminds me of when I first started in the industry. Me and my crew just hanging out, you know, before work, after work, shooting the shit, just having a good time. And that's. That's what this reminds me of. Yeah, and that's that's what we we enjoy. It's like we we try going different avenues. You know, it's like, but at the same time, we're like we weren't having fun. No, you know, what I mean, yeah. it's like, dude, if we're gonna do this and this is a hobby, <laughs> like we gotta have fun doing this shit. Like three best <laughs> friends just sitting in a fucking basement, wherever that may be. You know, we we enjoy it. And we we're glad that you guys all enjoy it. Oh yeah, I like I told my wife whenever. Uh, y'all said that you know like you had the apartment and you know if we needed to come stay and i was like hey have you ever wanted to go to michigan she just gave me this look like seriously and i'm like yeah i mean neither the phone call's fine but i got friends up there <laughs> yeah but if we ever do and then i googled like you know where because i know y'all weren't in like detroit you know oh yeah, we're in a fucking like, that's a cool I was like, that's a cool little town, you know, like oh, some cool shit. Yeah, yeah we're on eight mile, bitches. 
We stab and really? gag people down there. <laughs> and gag. <laughs> and when I'm done with you, I pop a cap in your ass and get an eight ball. No, but I think you were the first person when I was like, you know, I, I gotta I gotta do some searching of your uh your Instagram feed to see if you're interesting and like you had knives and shit like that, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 I used to collect knives. Well, I still do a, a good bit. I was gonna say, going to—I forgot to bring that up. I was like, I was like, he has some fucking cool ass knives. He fucking does. I don't know shit. Yeah, yeah. Me and my uh, at Lowe's, uh, some guys I met that I'm still real good friends with. We uh, started collecting knives, high end knives, and uh, the world's largest knife show is in Atlanta uh, every June, and uh, it's like at a convention center down there. Now, is there like a stabbing there ever? <laughs> oh, yeah, with your knives. Has, everybody has band-aids at every booth. Because, <laughs> Just in know, case they cut themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, it, it, it's pretty, and they have like, it's called Blade Sports. Like out in the parking lot, they have like this competition with these guys and they just hack two by fours and then they'll go and cut a piece of like three inch rope that's just hanging. Yeah, and I've like, seen that shit. So I, like so that's kind of feels like a giant forge and fire get together. It kind of, well after that show came out, of course they capitalized on that, and some of the guys from Forge and Fire came to the show. And nice, yeah, it's it's really cool. It's uh, and it's it's a really good group of people. There's a a good friend of mine that lives in my hometown, is a knife maker. He kind of got us into it and. He just passed away of cancer last year. Damn, that sucks, bro. But he uh, he was he's been in it for twenty years. You know, he used to be a, just an auto mechanic. Quit his job to go full time making knives. Damn. You know, but, so yeah, who who got and, gifted and, that forge? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know what I, I'm. I'm sure he had a couple of people that he were. I guess you'd say apprenticing. Apprenticing, yeah. Under uh, under him and. Uh, a lot of his because he had patents he he come out with a knife design uh, 20 30 years ago it's called the razor and actually he was an auto mechanic so he wanted something that was like a razor and a chisel so it's it, you'd have to see it it's tough to enough explain, to fucking but, bang something but at the same time fucking keep an edge yeah you, yeah you don't want to you know pry shit with your you know pocket knife but this you can and you know you can scrape a window off with a sticker and then cut a damn apple nice but uh Fuck. The, the community of people is is great group of guys you know that they have a lot of uh small little gatherings <laughs> and they'll have lotteries and you know for the knives and stuff yeah. they make one one offs and stuff and they, oh that's cool the, the stuff they make <laughs> is just unreal like the art behind it i just, I, I just remember I, I was laughing my ass off because i was like when we were chatting a couple months ago and you're like and i sent you the invite and also like oh shit the guys that night like fucking gave me shit for being a walmart walmart greeter so i started <laughs> looking i'm like how about this those are some pretty badass Ooh. fucking king cobra brass knuckles and you're like holy shit are you into blah blah, blah art i'm oh, like yeah. i don't fucking know what you just said but uh your Instagram feed has some cool knives. He's like, oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> well, yeah, it's very rare that you meet somebody that knows you know, <laughs> what. And I was like, well, shit, he just read the damn, you know, the on it. <laughs> exactly. I did my homework, you know. Yeah. I could have played along yeah, for probably yeah. a couple hours, but my, yeah. my better half was sitting in bed being like, what are you doing talking to somebody at fucking midnight? Yeah, come <laughs> fucking play with me. Yeah. 
So I, I, I was sitting there like, I'm going to have to send him a challenge coin. But then I was like, oh, <laughs> So we, we've it. been kicking around having a meet and greet idea. We're thinking like October. Yeah. And um, obviously we can't afford to self-fund it all on our own, Justin. Yeah. So I don't know if we know the PayPal thing. <laughs> Swing ground PayPal. Did, I don't you guys know. are going to have to listen to a PayPal me on another episode. No, but you just go to our Instagram and you can see the PayPal link. Oh yeah, we got yeah. a link on there that we do but, not uh, know what but it this is. is. What this is new. You're you're one of the first, Justin. One of the few. You have to. You have to. So this is this is the time, and we've we're we used to pander for money. For a minute. Ooh. And the donations Ooh. are coming in. Thank you to everybody. It's amazing. But this is where our guests are starting to pander for money. For us. For <laughs> us, Justin. So you're you Ooh. are gonna go in as corny as you possibly can to donate some money and make us laugh. And you're gonna make our guests laugh. And you're gonna make our listeners laugh. But we're we're trying to get a meet and greets up in October, Justin. And, and we need you to convince our guests to help to, up, to help us and donate that. some money. So with the vocals coming out of Tennessee, here's your claim to fame, Justin. Let it rip. Ladies and gentlemen, as you're sitting here tonight, <laughs> distraught over Brian Furness not being here. Remember, he is not that fucking sick. <laughs> he will come back, toe shoes and all. Is that it? Just, Mo, no, oh. I haven't got the part about the dogs in the cages yet. Oh, all right, all right, here we go. Yeah. So. If you can get Brian Furness's wonderful sing-song, fairy-like voice out of your mind for a moment, <laughs> contribute one dollar a day, less than you pay for all your OnlyFans accounts, <laughs> and support our friends at the Sweat and Grind podcast. Thank you. I'm fucking crying right now. <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> oh god, guys! That's I what was I about. That was great. I don't know the link. I guess it's on our Instagram page or whatever. Sweat and grime. Sweat and grime. It's on our Instagram page. <laughs> but we're. Well, I hope I help. No, <laughs> I got a tear coming. Every right bit now. helps. <laughs> really, what it is is we're just trying to add more flavor to the show, and it's great. <laughs> But no, legitly, we're we're going to set up a meet and greet probably this October, and um, see where it goes. Yeah, honestly, we've been we've been kicking the ball, you know, the idea down the road, and it's like, dude, we got to go to a central location. I think right here, right here oh. in Michigan. Oh, yeah, I'll I'll come to Michigan. Oh, yeah. I get it. We're we're providing all the booze, yeah. all the food <laughs> with some donations. Brian will not. Yeah. <laughs> be doing anything except for watching his wife help us put it all together yeah what are you talking about all our all our ladies will be doing all the work and yeah. we'll just be standing there 
fucking helpless. Kegs and Little Caesars pizza. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, PBR. I forgot. We were talking about. We were like, we'll turn his fucking forty acres into a tent town, a sweat and grime tent town oh, for yeah. a weekend. <laughs> Look like a bunch of little hobbits out there. The bad thing was we may not get rid of some of the people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe some Hitachi fighters. The feet tickler. Yeah, dude, that we when we have been digging deeply over the last couple of weeks trying to figure out what the fuck happened to this dude or thing. We don't even know if it was he's a guy, girl. I think yeah, he's, he's probably in up. jail. I think he went too far <laughs> trying to tickle somebody and got the cuffs. It's probably Brian. He probably met up with Brian. Brian's like, yeah. I'm calling cops, dude. Brian, Brian secretly got him can. Yeah. yeah. Or he just has Brian secretly kept him to himself. Sex, sex offender registry. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was wondering what was living upstairs. Yeah, Brian's been, you know, he took this whole week. He took off fucking like Christmas break and shit. Yeah. This is, He's getting his yeah. feet tickled. Have you been to his house lately? Nope. Either have I. No. Feet ticklers in does the shed. Wife watch, does his wife watch Snapped a lot? Maybe. She might. I want to check on him. Let's go. We're going to go shoot over the rest of this podcast. Is done. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> That bitch be just fine. He'll be sitting there just tickling his feet. Yeah. He's probably, he, you know, he's probably doing right Looking now. Looking at his fucking, uh, his uh, telescope. To- yeah, he's probably, he's probably taking pictures of the fucking stars and shit again and debating <laughs> on what kind of shim he wants to be. Like, oh, I need a new, I need a new filter for my telescope. <laughs> exactly, man. Oh, exactly. So, Justin, if you could give any advice on the future of 2024 looking ahead what kind of motivational advice could you give our listeners for this year hmm. it is an election year so that that brings a a, a dampening to any kind of uh well give them some hope no i was gonna, I was gonna say yeah, you yeah, said yeah, that yeah, i just yeah, got really yeah. depressed because yeah. the next fucking yeah, i'm just yeah. i i just yeah. fucking uploaded all the, cable. All the political signs are going to be popping yeah. up here in about fucking six weeks oh, oh yeah yeah i would just tell everybody you know if you want to get into the trades if you've got the patience and the one it's a it's a love adventure i mean there's no if ands you have to love this job to be successful and, and to be happy in doing it you really do and, and i could any any angle of it whether you're playing asphalt or you're moving dirt or laying utilities it is a passionate thing if it's something just to get by and pay the bills don't even bother with it go to be a door greeter but if you <laughs> be a mat motherfucking totten <laughs> You can get so much, you know, satisfaction out of it. Don't matter if you're a laborer or or if you're, you know, a badass blade hand. You know, at the end of the day, you you see what you've built or done and whatever and progressed. And I love going past the old stuff that we've done and being like, I did that. I had a hand in. Oh yeah. Another ten years down the road, your wife's gonna be like, "God damn it! I know you built that. Just yeah. shut the it, fuck oh, up." <laughs> Imagine yeah, being one of those old dudes that she's, retired. She's not even there already. <laughs> I don't. I don't. That damn slope you did. Yeah, you, you said they're like, "Gosh, that manhole's fucking two inches too low." Still, <laughs> someone <laughs> didn't compact that base good enough. <laughs> Justin, God, if God put them utilities, if if you had to, um set some expectations for a meet and greet this October. 
What kind Ooh. of expectations would you be expecting when you come up here and visit us three? Strippers. Uh, strippers, kegs, fried chicken. Fuck, we, we don't want to be a divorce court on, like, <laughs> Judge Judy or something. We're all divorces, no. so are all of our listeners. Good God. No, no, no. I, I think just a nice little shindig in the pole barn, maybe a fire, bonfire. <laughs> you know, liability issues, it can't be a big bonfire, probably. With, like, a blue tarp port? He's got 40 blue acres. Tarp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Blue right. tarp. Now, mean, now, to go backwards... <laughs> Rick has a two and a half car garage. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got no big pole we, bar. We didn't have the three hundred thousand dollars. I guess we could put a tarp from he, the house to the he bar. He pays a lot of money to store his uh, horse at somebody else's stables. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love to. I'm sitting there like, oh, there's no pole bar. <laughs> They're just wilderness. <laughs> but uh, oh, I'm gonna do a Brian Furnace real quick. What is your purpose? Take it any which way you'd like it. In the rear? <laughs> My purpose. <clears throat> I would say one thing uh, about my dad. Everybody loves my dad and, and tells me as for years how good of a guy he is. And he's always smiling. He's always happy. Uh, we lost my mom suddenly two years ago. uh, that was saddest i've ever seen my dad but through that he still smiled i mean you could tell i could but still nobody everybody was just like your dad's always smiling so happy i try to small kind words can make such a big impact on somebody's day just take a second and tell somebody hello. It can make somebody's day. You know, I, I strive to, I, if I can leave this world and people say the same thing they say about my dad, then I will be 100% content. You know, that he always had a smile on his face and he was always happy. That's deep. I like it. Very good. And to top that one off, you could change anything after leaving the grocery store leaving lowe's becoming a foreman what the fuck would your dream job be i like to twist in that fighter pilot fighter pilot all right so that's easy which which uh would you be uh goose maverick uh he'd fly for the canadian canucks (laughs) see goose doesn't make it i'd probably go with maverick but I would definitely have a lot more uh, ranks than he did in the end. Ooh. He seemed to kind of mess that up. But yeah, there's just something about, I've always, I mean, that would be the coolest thing. Just you and the air. and it. I think that'd be an awesome. I mean, I you know, know you can just be with you it. in the air and stay stationary and just enjoy life too. <laughs> yeah, you just sit on the back porch, you know, but. You get that adrenaline rush. You don't get that adrenaline rush on the back porch unless you see, you know, rabid possums or something. I'm with you. I got it. I'm with you. Full send. Well, with that being... I love my job, but yeah, I I definitely thought a pilot recommend it. I think you surpassed the age of becoming a legal fighter pilot. 
Yeah, I was 35. Yeah, I think you fucked, done fucked up on that one. So the dream is that's become, the oldest yeah. you could enter. I think that, so. I'm too fat. Nah, that's another thing, man. God damn it, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. You pull a lot of yeah. G's, brother. But I'm ha- I'm fat and happy, so I'm good to go. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, hey. With that being said, thank you everybody for tuning in to this wonderful fucking edition of Sweat and Grime. Justin, thanks for being our guest tonight. And uh, remember, like, share, follow. Tell your fucking friends. If we sent you stickers, start throwing them on fucking everything. Orifice, body, snowman jerking parts. off. Yeah, any, or, or stationary parts. Good God. Start tagging us. On all the platforms. On TikTok. Every, we don't have pet TikTok. We don't need it. But our guests oh, can you, promote oh, the show. I got it. Uh, TikTok, yeah. Instagram, Facebook, whatever the fuck else is out there. Because we're just old We're men. still waiting for somebody to rent a fucking plane that has a big flag behind it and fly it over like the national championships. We thought we'd see like Sweat and Grime podcast. Yeah, I, I, thought we were gonna, I thought we were going to make it there to Michigan yeah. game, but you know. It didn't happen. All right, guys. But, uh, with that being said, we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace. Yeah.